three, one. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Tech Talks. I'm Victor Matthews here with Julie. And uh, today's a bit of a shorter one. We have uh, uh, all the different uh, um, conventions or uh, announcements from all the major companies are out there. We now know the Pixel 4, we now know the iPhone 11, we now know what Microsoft is up to. Um, so now it's up to the people to consume uh, whatever, whichever one that they prefer most. Um, so today though, we have a few things that kind of were uh, mentioned over the past few weeks, um, but we haven't gotten around to talking about them. Uh, mostly it was uh, actually a couple of Google features that they've been adding um, to make things easier for the people that need extra assistance. Uh, specifically, one of them is uh, improved uh, voice guidance on the Google Maps for walking direction so that people that are have vision issues, you know, like blind people and low vision, low vision they, they have an easier time navigating the world that we're in with better voice cues and um here they have a on their blog google's blog uh they're kind of breaking down what they're trying to do how they're trying to get more detailed voice guidance for people so that they can easily use that to navigate walking the streets and um this uh the i mean i personally think it's always better for people like easier access it's one of the better parts of technology is uh being able to map out the world and being able to use utilize it um for people that don't necessarily have it very easy what about you yeah i mean i don't know what it's like firsthand um i'm i'm wondering if they mean that it tells them more precisely where to turn when they're walking along, or what kind of details this includes. Because obviously, just naming a business that you would turn at is not helpful. <laughs> um, and I, I doubt that it would say, but um, maybe it says, like, if there's certain curb differences or... Um, only sidewalk on one side of the street. That's kind of something that comes up in this area from time to time. I wonder yeah. what it includes. It doesn't exactly um, give a lot of detail as to what it includes. It's just saying that it is uh, rolling out this new feature uh, to get more detailed voice guidance and new types of verbal announcements for walking trips. Um, they're saying that it's uh, built for the from the ground up for visually impaired, so uh, but it doesn't actually give a description as to what those extra voice announcements are. Is this um, already released? Do you know, or is it in the future? I'm pretty. I think it's actually right now a, a beta thing because they oh, okay. are saying that starting today, World Sight Day was when they wrote this. Uh, Google Maps is rolling out new features, uh, a new feature. Okay. So um, rolling out for Google can take months at a time for uh, like all the phones to get it. I know with the they just rolled out the 
dark mode for Android um, Gmail, the Android Gmail app. And that was actually a few months ago when I saw the first announcement of it. I just got it like last week. Does take time. Uh, I'm wondering, I'm assuming that it, it'll just be a choice, an option in the Google Maps app. But once, I guess, it more fully launched at first hand. Yeah, it's uh, the turn the feature on, go to Google Maps settings, and then select navigation. At the bottom of the list, you'll find the option to enable uh, detailed voice guidance. Okay. So settings, it is navigation, in, detailed voice guidance. Yeah, so it is an opt-in. Oh, and that'll be beneath the walking options. Yeah. Okay, settings, walking on, build voice. And uh, the second part to this is um, the action block system that uh, Google also announced uh, not too long ago, a few weeks ago, which is essentially queued up um, assistant commands, but you can just touch them instead of having to talk, speak them out or type them out. Um, you you create like predetermined commands, oh. and uh, then it has like a little visual cue that cue that goes with it, and then you can just tap that, and then the, it does the command for you. Um, so the the action block itself is like a widget that is on the home on the screen or, or like. Uh, yeah, on the home screen or whatever one of the panels that you choose to put it on uh, as most people understand with smartphones you have like that screen that has all your apps um, iphone users might not know what a widget is because they don't have widgets really um, but a widget is essentially like a piece of the app that is right on the main screen so that and it's interactable um, right then uh, there the, the best uh thing to think of um as a widget on the iphone would be just like your uh i think they might have the um the clock on the screen maybe they just have it on the uh um when the phone is turned off like that uh, clock thing imagine just like that clock but on the home screen um and essentially, yeah, you, you are able to build a little widget that goes onto the home screen. And uh, then you, you can type in what command you want Google Assistant to do. So, uh, for instance, if you want it to like tell a bedtime story, you can set that command to tell me a bedtime story, have it with this widget with a little visual cue. And it's designed so that people that are that have a bit more cognitive issues um, would be able to like recognize an image and understand what that image can do and just like so I see what you're it. saying so you could you could um, program these for yourself or mm -hmm. if you have someone that has uh, limited accessibility whether sequencing is too complex or scanning through just an entire phone or an app's worth of visual data and information, find the right things and sequence through those that you could just have 
That pre-programmed is very nice. Yeah, um, <laughs> here it gives a couple of examples. Action blocks will allow users, this is from Android Central, will allow users with cognitive disabilities to more easily uh, complete involved tasks uh, like ordering a ride or pulling up movies to watch. I like that. Action blocks is what they're called. Yes. And it's specific to Google. Uh, yes, it's right now uh, the Google is the one that is Oh, the Google this. Assistant specifically. Yeah, it's the Google is building this for oh, the Google Assistant. Okay, so if you don't use Google Assistant, then this isn't something that is yet for you, I guess. Or unless you switch to Google Assistant. Mm -hmm. This is a very nice feature, though. So those are just a couple of things, a couple uh, um, accessibility features that Google is uh, working on. And... Yeah, that I like. Again, Google uh, has some good things that it's doing, some not so great things that it does, uh, and uh, some mediocre things. Every, every company has its ups and downs, and um, this is definitely one of the better ones. Anytime it's easier for the world to be accessible, uh, the better, I say. And, I definitely agree. Uh, the last thing was actually more of a, a kind of a funny thing. Oh. TiVo confirms its customers will soon see ads before DVR recording. Mm. I didn't even realize TiVo was still a thing. With the streaming platforms as they are now, most channels have their own. If you don't have, most cable companies have their own DVR. Most channels have their own streaming service. And what's not on either of those things will either be on Hulu, um, YouTube, or Netflix, or now Disney. Like, generally, you can get what you want on some sort of streaming service that allows you to fast-forward, rewind. Um, or like you said, even a lot yeah. of the companies like Dish have just built in. Yeah, they have built in. And I'm sure that you... I'm sure that you pay for that feature. But, you know, right? I do believe that there are... It, it makes those? sense... No, I was no. going to say it makes sense that TiVo is still around because, I mean, at least... Oh, my goodness. I guess it's been, like, six years now. I was going to say when I was still in college, I know there were still... I don't remember. TiVo was bigger that, about six years ago. That was kind of their height. Uh, like was their it? Height, yeah, it was about six years ago before or like a lot has changed within the last decade like All right, so I don't much know. has changed within i mean think what is it 2009 mm -hmm. how the world was different like facebook uh, was one of the more prominent social media sites we just the other day we just looked up when pinterest came out because <laughs> i was trying to figure out whether pinterest was around when i was in high school and it wasn't. It didn't come out until like what did we say, two thousand eleven. Yeah, yeah. It was a late, like a little later than I'd even. I thought. think YouTube became prominent, or, or like came out in like two thousand six or two thousand four. Wow, something like that. Like the the uh, in the last, uh, like these things were in its infancy during the first decade of the two thousand. Things 2000s. have progressed fast. I I was thinking that in college, I know there were still some TV providers that did not yet have. Mm -hmm. The pause rewind built in yet? I remember my roommate. Um, she used a, a, like a third party. It was like TiVo, but it wasn't TiVo. Mm -hmm. I wonder if 
there are still i mean there must be i mean like it, it's i and it, the brand itself i used it was a big brand i was surprised that it's still in uh mm. it's happening but like i guess they they found their market and um but yeah, now they're now the second part to this is they're doing ads before their DVR. So I'm pretty sure TiVo, you still pay for the service, like you get the DVR and you pay for the service. Oh, I didn't know you for the service too. I was gonna say at hotels when you think about a hotel, they usually don't have the ability to like pause and rewind. Well, at least not all hotels. I'm sure there are some that do. <laughs> Yeah, they do. They usually just have the basic. That's what I'm cable. saying. Basic cable, and so like pe maybe people pair TiVo with. Anyways, that's besides the point. So your <laughs> point is that ads will be coming onto TiVo now. Yeah, pre pre rolled ads that <laughs> I assume are going to be unskippable. Because one of the nice things when TiVo came out was you could desk download the whatever you're watching, and half the point was skipping ads. Yeah, you could just skip <laughs> the ads and you came to it. And now you're going to get ads before you watch your show anyways. Mm -hmm. And um, da, da, da. I'd have to double check. Let's see. Do, double check what? Um, do you pay monthly for TiVo? Wow. So, yeah. So about $20 per month if you're committing to one year. Yeah. On top of that, you're going to get ads. So like, for instance, if $240 we... $240 a year yeah. for TiVo. And if we take that into account with Netflix, who doesn't have ads, who gets majority of what you want, like it's essentially... And you can pause and so yeah, forth pause as and you desire. No ads. And that's starting price nine ninety nine, right? I don't remember anymore. I know they increased it yeah, recently. Yeah, they increased it recently, but I think but it's still below 10 I think, bucks a month. I mean, I, this isn't to say that there's not a market for TiVo, because while you're saying, like, there's plenty of stuff available on Netflix, if yeah. it's not what you want. Like, yeah, there's plenty, but there are definitely people who want you the other things. Netflix, you have Hulu. Yeah. You have... Um, Disney launches in, like, two weeks. Yeah, Disney is going to have its own thing. But between Netflix and Hulu, like, almost any show... That you can think of outside of the premium channels like HBO and Showtime. We've run into a few lately. Battlestar Galactica is not on either of those. That's on Prime. That's on Amazon. You didn't list that as Netflix okay. or Hulu. And actually, I don't know if Battlestar Galactica is not, was not on uh, it wasn't. Hulu. Is it not on Hulu? Oh, I didn't think it was. Maybe. I don't. I don't think I ever checked that. Mm. Battlestar Galactica. But there were some other ones. There was something else recently that I wanted to watch, no. and we couldn't find it on any of those three platforms. Do you remember what that was? Amazon, uh, um, Netflix, and Hulu. I'm, I do not remember what specifically. I'm sure there are things that are there not are, on well, all three. We know there are. Um, and the, and but a, a lot of times that's because they have a licensing with one of the well, yes, big or one of the premium channels like HBO or Showtime. And that's often a temporary thing. Um, but you can also subscribe to those through one of your subscriptions of Hulu or Amazon. Um, but generally, most anything is on one of those three platforms. Like Seinfeld, they just said, is going from Hulu to Netflix. Well, now it's going to be four platforms between Disney, Netflix, Hulu, yeah, and Amazon Yeah, Disney Prime. did take a lot away from all of those. Well, and then, that's off it. And then we're, we're not even talking about like Crackle and... 
Crackle is mostly anime, though, right? I don't know. I've never actually watched it. I think Crackle is mostly like an anime thing. So if you have your anime, yeah, there's more. There's like there. I mean, if you think about like China has like hundreds of these uh, different streaming sites, and then people have their own Plex servers that access things. So yeah, there's more, but generally most of what you're looking for is within those three big ones. Well, again, and then now Disney, Disney, Disney is taking, taking all their titles from everything else, I believe, in the next little yeah. while. And then... So if you're a Disney fanatic, you'll need Disney. But I'm going to group that in with like the HBO Showtime stuff, like as a premium thing, more less as a general stream, a streaming platform and more of a premium Disney branded stuff, HBO branded stuff. Because Netflix has Netflix branded stuff, but it also is more of a generalized thing. So that's why I'm kind of giving it a separation there. Okay. Um, yeah, but that's that's it really. Like, uh, it, I, it's been kind of a, a short week when it comes to news about tech. I think everybody's kind of worn out with all <sighs> the announcements and people are ch- testing out, oh, uh, the Pixel 4 is coming in cereal boxes. What do you mean? Literally. Like you can buy cereal and then it happens to just be in the box? you buy the Pixel 4. Oh, and the box is a cereal box that it is. Yeah, the Pixel 4 cereal box. And... And they have their own branded uh pixel 4 cereal so there is actually cereal in the box too yes there is actually cereal in the box too and is it really tasty can you only get that cereal with the phone what if you i uh i assume it looks like it's almost uh like lucky charms where you have some marshmallows and some regular cereal hold on let me sorry (laughs) sorry Oh, it's cubes. It's supposed to be little pixels. I see. Mm-hmm. Oh, but that one has circles, like little Cheerios. Yeah, they, they, the, what's on the box and what's in the box are two separate things. That is so weird. Here's on the box. Little cubes in the dish. Yeah, there's like little cubes, dish, and pixel four. And then in the box, you have the pixel four along with the cereal. But it's which you can't really see here. Circle ring. Shaped. Yeah, it's almost like Lucky Charms. Like they have like little Cheerio circles with marsh. I assume marshmallows as like the with a little Google symbol on them. Well, that was a choice they made. Yeah, it's a thing that they did. I I guess it brings more hype to the, or at least more um, uh, da da da. Publicity to the Pixel Four. It puts a shelf life on them too. <laughs> <laughs> if they don't sell their Pixel Fours fast enough, they they have to throw away the cereal. I guess. I guess so. They have to get a whole new box for this Pixel Four. Do they just sell it to you with expired cereal? I wonder. I yeah. Mm-hmm. They, I mean, I'm sure they have like uh, just this during this promotional period. Oh, and then, okay. Then they'll have like if you buy it after this, you'll get like a regular Pixel Four box. That makes sense. Um. And yeah, like, I, but the publicity, because I think it's doing this gimmick mostly because uh, it knows that the Sales Pixel 4, are... <laughs> yeah, it knows that the Pixel 4 did not necessarily win 
quote unquote the uh yeah um the the it's... phone war between iphone and pixel <gasps> i know like a lot of people are still like going all for pixel 4 they're like man i saw the pixel 4 and i like i'm switching to pixel and i'm just like i don't know i, I mean why pixel 3 wasn't the one if that's the case like it's just I don't know. But know. yeah, so I think they're they're doing this gimmick to kind of ex extend out the the publicity that behind the Pixel Four because I think it lost a lot of steam. I think there's a big fast. problem that a lot of people, if you're not interested in technology, you don't even know that uh, that Google makes its own phone. There, there are, are a lot people. of people still that don't realize that Google makes its own phone. I think that's becoming <laughs> more of a known thing, though. Um, even people I talk to here at the store, they they generally there. yeah they generally have heard of the Pixel and know of the Pixel, um, yeah. But it was definitely a changeover uh, still for people to learn that Google is making its own hardware. Also, I think a lot of people don't realize that Surface is Microsoft's. I forget myself yeah, that like hardware um, section because again, a lot of people don't recognize Microsoft with hardware um they just recognized it with the windows operating system yeah but yeah there's a everybody's getting skin in the game at this point yeah. um but that's all for today a bit of a shorter one we it, hopefully next week we'll have uh, a bit more information on all of these things and we will see you guys next time don't forget to like and subscribe and have a great one.